Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips. That's uh threw that in there for Carter. I'm gonna be your host this week, uh Derek, out here with two of our new members. We got Doug and Kason and Frank. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? What's up, boys? How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, a little chilly right now because it is fucking frigid. Very chilly. Blister. Windy. Appalachia. Appalachia. I like that word. Well, let's not dick around. We need to get back to that fire. Doug, fire off a tip for us. Uh, All right. Uh, so kind of my, my first big group event for hunting. Uh, normally, I'm a solo hunter. So uh, what I have as a tip for any new guys out there is uh, I'm as much as I thought I was organized, brought a uh, big husky Tupperware tote, uh, had all my stuff in there. Um, but really, uh, in the end, couldn't find anything, took forever to get ready and, and didn't realize, oh, I actually have to catch a ride to my stand and other people are waiting on me. So, uh, next time I will definitely have a better organized system and know where all of my gear is. Yeah. It's like that old Mike Tyson quote, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Like, that's right. Let's right <laughs> no work to get out there and test it. Uh, How about you, Kason? Oh, uh, let's see. Tip I would give is um, don't rely on your host. So we came out here on the farm and they've got blinds and stands set up everywhere, which I did use a fair share. Um, but I also do a lot of saddle hunting. So I threw my saddle system in the truck and drove down. And that allowed me to hunt places that weren't regularly hunted or maybe hadn't even been hunted at all this season. Um, try and throw the deer off, throw them a curveball. Yeah, definitely. They want to give you give a lot more versatility, get, get in those uh, hard-to-reach places for yep. sure. How about you, Frankie? So uh, my tip is, I know that we all do it. We all get lazy and lax, especially if we're traveling. But when you get to your hunting location, if you can, and I would definitely recommend making an arrangement to uh, ch uh, confirm your zero and know what your holdover is. So due to recent events that have happened here, but... Again, it's, it's it's always part of hunting, but go into it with a little bit of the upper hand, right? So learn that weapon system, uh, whether it's a bow or it's a muzzleloader or a rifle, just confirm your zero and practice some of your holdovers to help you become more successful and uh, so you can do right by the animal. Yeah, I mean, I, and we, we've talked about that before. Um, you know, you owe it to that animal. You know, it, yep. it, you just come out here and fucking raw dog it like you're not you're not doing the animal a, uh, a service. You're not doing hunters at large service. Like you're just going out there slinging it and you know, it's, it's, it's not the right thing to do. You definitely yep. need to test that. And especially, I mean, for, for example here, I mean, obviously it's great, but like the people coming from two hours away, 12 hours away, 15 hours away, guys flying, guys driving, you know, th things get knocked around on a plane, in a truck and like shit happens, man. Yeah. And then like, you know, and then, like I said, we all do it. Just fucking 5 a.m. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go hunt. You just grab your shit and go. And it's like, well, I just wounded a fucking animal. Or, hey, I just missed. Why did I miss that animal at 35 yards for? Yeah. I so. mean, and, and it doesn't take much to knock that that optic off. So, yep. yeah, it's it's that's a good tip for sure. Um, mine's going to be uh, talking kind of a, you know, when you have uh, an animal and you take your shot and and you walk up on it, and you're thinking like, all right, I, I, you know, I got a good shot. Like, why isn't there any blood? You have to think, you know, they're not solid. 
one piece like an animal isn't chiseled out of fucking stone it's it's, it's multiple layers of tissue that are all moving at one time and, and you're hitting that animal at, at, at a certain moment of time and the chances of sometimes of those those holes lining up especially if if your bullet doesn't hit uh bone so it can cavitate even more you know to, to create that large exit wound there's a good chance it might not it might not bleed like you think it's going to so don't get discouraged kind of try and track where it goes, give it some time to, to bleed out. I mean, it's not the, everybody wants a DTR dead right there, but like sometimes that just ain't in the cards, you know? So, um, if you, if you think you, you feel really good about your shot, you know, what your hold, you know, don't get discouraged because there's a good chance it was a good shot. Just those, those, those holes aren't lining up together. And that's why you're not getting the blood that you think you're, uh, you're supposed to have. Um, I've had a couple issues with that. And well, you know, I found, um, actually my deer that, that I shot, the first night like that that's i didn't see a drop of blood whatsoever and found her and tell that she was hurt bad and, and then when i opened her up like it was a fucking flood inside you know just the holes just didn't line up after that and that was a 45 caliber bullet it's been wild. Shoot down my muscle motor it's wild i think uh like you explained and going over that um with all of us just uh what stuck with me is the uh makes a lot of sense i never thought of his you know like that the fat could end up covering up the the hole yeah. and kind of plugging that wound and until later so yeah. i mean between the, the muscle tissue and all the you have you have different pleuras inside your your chest cavity you've got the fat you've got muscle you've got the actual hide itself like it's all moving and it's all moving in different directions depending on which way it's moving so like it's it's a it's a fucking crazy system that that your your body has and um so like don't That's, get discouraged there yeah. And actually, so it's, it's pretty cool. So for the listeners, uh, Derek did a, uh, you know, on-scene seminar roughly about how, you know, blood flows through the body and along, you know, those lines of uh, something that you said really stuck out to me was that like two ships passing, right? That they're going to crash and that the holes don't always line up. No. So my, my most recent doe that I shot, I shot her at 35 yards through and through. I had good blood at the, uh, you know, sh a shooting site. I had the shittiest blood trail I've ever seen. Uh, I backed out, you know, came back next morning, tracked her. She was 150 yards away. I was gutting her and just fucking blood just pouring out of her. And I was like, holy crap. I, and I guess, you know, it, it makes sense was that the holes weren't lined up and kind of like stopped itself yeah. up. You got to think too. Pretty like, wild. As that cavity fills, if, if they start to change direction, it'll depend on, whether they bleed more or bleed less. If, you know, if you're heading uphill, that, that blood will flow back. And it might not, if you if you shoot up high, like like you're supposed to be aiming, like, you know, you're not going to get that blood. It's not very vascular in that chest cavity. What, so, or at the chest wall. So you're not going to have an arterial bleed there. What the real damage on the inside with the, the vital organs. And if you're tilting back, you can bleed almost all the blood you have into your chest cavity. So if you're walking uphill, you might not get the blood flow that you're thinking, but then as they come back downhill, it might be buckets coming it, in. So just, that's you know. awesome. And you were saying also, right, like uh, look for bright red blood if it's arterial yeah. and then like a like a darker blood if it was uh, uh, which, uh, ventricle? Yeah, exactly. Ventricle. Or no, uh, uh, veins. Veins, I'm sorry. Yeah, veins. it's going to be dark red because of the oxygen inside the blood for an arterial bleed, and then a, a vein is deoxygenated, so it's like a, a much more darker red. So there's a bonus tip for you. There you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, you got that one for free. Hell yeah. <laughs>
question too uh, might be good to ask. Uh, so I've, I've always known that if there's bubbles, it's typically a lung shot. Yes, yeah, correct. Could could it ever be there's there's bubbles in other blood that is not lung, or that is strictly if you hit lung, you will see those. Could be strictly lung for the yeah, most part. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, as far as I know, because I mean that's the only place where air normally is. Like the oxygen that you're carrying through your um, your body is in solution. It's not like in a in a bubble. Thing. Right. Um, yeah. So if it, if it it should be kind of pink pink and bubbly, that's normally a long shot for sure. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, thanks uh, for joining us. Another Tuesday tips. We appreciate the holiday, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.